you're here. I'm excited you're here. I'm excited that you chose to come to church today, like Bobby has said earlier. You know, you chose to come to church because we have many choices in life, and we can choose to do, we can go anywhere. We could choose to stay home. But you chose today to come to church, and that is a good thing. And that's what leads me to my message today, which is called, the title would be, Fight the Good Fight of Faith. You know, we have many choices out there, many choices. You know, and I was reading, I was reading an article yesterday, and it was on a pastor who teaches many pastors. He, he has a school and teaches many pastors, and he was talking about how church these days, how the church attendance have gone down drastically, how tithe has gone down drastically, how serving in the house of God has gone down drastically. And even a percentage of the people of the body of Christ don't even believe that the word of God is, the Bible is the word of God. So he, is, he actually, he put a book out and he entitled it a very good title, but it, it gets people's attention and it's called Quit, Quitting Church. And I'm like, I was reading the article and he was saying, his point was, you're either in or you're out. And it was like, I was like, wow, this is actually going to be a really good book. I read some of the, the topic on it, but it, he's talking about your inner out. And that goes a lot with the message that I was thinking today, which God has really put in my heart for a while now, was to fight the good fight of faith. And not too many people are fighting the good fight of faith. And you know, not too many Christians are fighting the good fight of faith. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute here. I'm thinking, I got saved over 35 years ago. And my goal was always to fight, fight, fight the good fight of faith. And it never has changed. But you know, because the world changes, doesn't mean that the word of God changes, or God changes, or we change, because the world changes. But we need to fight the good fight of faith. Amen? I want you to say with me, I have eyes to see, I have ears that hear, and a heart that understands. Amen? That's what we're doing today, fighting the good fight of faith. Now, there is a scripture, the main scripture, main text, and that will be in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. 1 Timothy 6, 12. I'll give you a little bit of time to get there. But this is our main text scripture. In 1 Timothy 6.12, I'm going to go ahead and read. It says, to fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on it. Lay hold on eternal life, the life you've been given, whereunto thou art also called, you're called to this life, and has professed a good profession before many witnesses, which you have professed. Fight this good fight of faith, this good faith fight, which you are called to, and which you declare. We're all declaring today that we are Christians living this faith life. So we need to fight this good fight of faith, good fight of faith. 
Now, I was reading about Paul, and right here in Timothy, Paul is telling Timothy here to fight. Now, for those of you who don't know who Paul is, Paul is a mentor to Timothy, and he has written around 13 books of the New Testament. So Paul has a lot to say. He's been through a lot. He's gone through a lot. He's stood. He has fought the good fight of, fight of faith. And he's telling Timothy here. He's given instructions to Timothy and to us. He's telling us to fight this good fight of faith. So I want our first point today that I want to talk to you about is to fight. That's point number one. Fight. And to fight means to lay hold, to take on, and contend in battle. That is fight. Now in this scripture, 1 Timothy 6.12, he's telling us to fight here. And it's not an option. We're not in this world. It's not an option. We don't have an option here. It's giving us instructions where to fight. It's not if we don't feel like it. How many sometimes know we don't feel like fighting for what is ours? But it's not an option. It's not if we feel like it or not. It's says to fight. Fight. For what, though? Fight for what's yours. Fight for what's mine. We're to fight this good fight of faith. In 1 Timothy 6.12, we received our fighting orders. As a born-again Christian, it's our job to be warriors. To be warriors. And I want to show you a picture of what a warrior is. A warrior, ready for battle, ready to fight, ready to contend in this battle. And you might wonder, well, how does a warrior fight? As a born-again Christian, the Bible tells us how to fight in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. You don't have to go there. I'm going to read you, though. I'm not gonna, this is about the armor of God, and there's a whole lesson on the armor of God, but I'm just going to go through and I'm going to read it through the Good News Bible. So you don't have to look it up. You can go on your Bible app if you have a, your Bible app. But I'm going to read you this as a warrior. This is what a warrior does. I'm going to read you in Ephesians 6.10. It says, Finally, build up your strength in union with the Lord and by means of his mighty power. His power. So it's not in our power. It's in the power that Jesus lives in us. Put on the armor of God. Put on all the armor that God gives you so that you will be able to stand up against the devil's evil tricks. So we are not fighting against human beings, but against the wicked spiritual forces in the heavenly world, the rulers and authorities and cosmic powers of this dark age. So put on... God's armor now. This is the translation of the Good News Bible. Put on God's armor now. Then when the evil day comes, you will be able to resist the enemy's attacks. And after fighting to the end, you will still hold your ground. So stand ready 
with truth as your belt, here's the armor, tight around your waist, with righteousness as your breastplate, and as your shoes, the readiness to announce the good news of peace, at all times carry faith as your shield. That one really got me. We're fighting the good fight of faith, so that's your shield. It's right here it's saying to carry faith as your shield, for with it you will be able to put out all the burning arrows shot by the evil one. All the burning arrows shot by the evil one. And accept the salvation as your helmet and the word of God as your sword, which is the spirit gives you. Do all this in prayer, asking for God's help. Pray on every occasion as the spirit leads. For this reason, keep alert and never give up. Pray always for all God's people. We are to pray for each other as well because we're in a battle. I don't know if you know that or not, but we're in a battle. In this world, it's very dark, very dark. But for us, it, we're safe. We're safe because of the blood of Jesus. We're safe because what we profess and we use our faith for, we're safe. We're safe here. There don't, we don't need to be in fear. Even though it's dark out there, but we win. We win. So what I'm seeing is here, we need to be warriors. Where are the warriors? Where are they? Yes, there you are, right here. We are warriors. And the best thing is that we know we win already, so we're winning a winning battle. And it's just the devil that tries to throw those fiery darts, but then we put our shield and we, you know, we fight. <laughs> We fight, fight, fight. We don't let him win. We fight. And point number two is good fight. Point number two is good fight. Fight the good fight. Point number two is good fight. What's the good fight? I asked God that. Okay, what's the good fight? And he said, everything Jesus died for. Everything Jesus died for. The finished work. Everything good is what you fight for. Everything good. Now let's look at John 10.10. 10. We all know this scripture, but I'm going to read it to you. John 10.10 10, out of the King James Bible says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and kill and to destroy. But look what Jesus did. My best, my favorite part. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. More abundantly. That's what Jesus came to give us. Life, the good life. I see it as the good life. And let me read it to you from the Good News Bible. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come in order that you might have life, life in all its fullness. Fullness. How much? Fullness, all. So we're, fight, we're fighting for the good life. Fight for good, for, for good. This is what comes to my mind. This is what I fight for. I fight for good health. I fight for a good home. I fight for good children. I fight for a good marriage. 
I fight for a good heart, a healthy heart. I fight for good finances. I fight for a good business. I fight for a good ministry. You can fight for a good job. I even fight for a good vacation. Because there's a dream vacation that I want to take. And I, I, I'll fight for that because I believe for that. Life to its fullest. That's what Jesus came to do. Life to the fullest. Now, I have a question for you. What do you fight for? You all have a different walk of life. You have different things that you face every day. What are you fighting for? I encourage you, even right now, if you have a piece of paper, it could be anything. Maybe you need a new car. Maybe you need just money for everyday things that you need to do. What are you fighting for? We ha again, we have to fight. It's not going to just come on our laps. Things are just not going to come on our laps. There's a, there's a fight we have to fight for. Uh, even this country, I was uh, listening to Keith Moore, a preacher that I like. He was talking about fighting the good fight. And he said, well, even America had a fight for the country. If they didn't, there would be a different flag on our ground. You know, you have to fight for what is yours. You have to fight. We have to, we have, to have a fighting spirit. A fighting spirit. Also, statistics have showed in, through different issues. This is a, one that I've seen on, on sickness. People that get a bad report from the doctor. Now, there's those who will just accept the report and just start writing their death, their death wishes, their death, death notes. Or there's those that will have a fighting spirit and will say, no, I will live. I will not die. I will fight this. And doctors have proven that the ones that have the fighting spirit live. So it's our job to fight. Again, where are our warriors? Right here. Right here. And you know what? There might be things that come against your health or try to come against your home or your children. But there's a scripture that I say every day. You can write this down. It's Isaiah 54, 17. And this is what I declare. This is what I fight for every day. I don't leave my house without saying this scripture. This is what I, I'll just quote it. How does I remember it? Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon that has formed against me will prosper. Or my family. I put everybody's name in there. No weapon formed against me will prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, I will condemn. I will say, you cannot be. That's my inheritance as a Christian. So that's what it says in a nutshell. So that's something I say every day. That is my fighting words, is the word of God. Fighting words is the word of God. So it's a good fight. It's a good fight. But there is, again, we're in a battle, and the devil is out there to try to stop us receiving our good. He tries. He cannot defeat you. He cannot. He cannot. No weapon formed against us will prosper. And that's what I put my faith in. I put my faith in the word of God. That's how we have to do it. You have to do it. After years after years, it's, I've been saved over 35 years, and I have learned that you have to have faith in God for everything. Because the devil will try to lie to you and put fear on you concerning everything. Fear about your children. Fear about your finances. Fear about your home. Fear about your future. Fear about your job. Fear about your increase. Fear about everything. 
That's his job. But what did Jesus come to do? He came to give us life and life more abundantly. And, and our job is to have faith in God. Fight the good fight of faith. That is our job to do is fight the good fight of faith. Okay, now point number three is of faith. Fight the good fight. Now, point number three, of faith. Faith is complete trust or confidence in something which we have true trust and true confidence in the word of God. That's where we put our faith at, in the word of God. And you might say, well, how do I get faith? Romans 10, 17, you can turn there, write this down. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That's how we get faith. That's the only way you get faith. You don't get faith just... You don't even get faith just by even praying. You can ask for faith, but you're going to get faith by the word of God. My, one of my favorite stories is the, in the Bible is the woman with the issue of blood. I know you all know that story when she was, you know, she had blood disorder and she was just, she was not, she was living an awful life and she needed God, she needed faith. And I like that because it was her faith that got her healed. Did you know that? She, there, wasn't a, there wasn't a prayer line where people can come up and, lay, and Jesus can lay hands on them. There wasn't. She heard that Jesus was going around healing people. He was in town. She heard. So faith came. And what did she do? She took action. She goes, I'm going to go. I'm going to go find this Jesus, and he's going to heal me. Because I heard that he heals the sick. So she took her faith, she took action, and she touched just the hem of his garment. Just the hem. And what happened? Jesus felt virtue. He said, wait, wait, wait. Someone touched me. He felt faith. He knew faith. Ladies and gentlemen, faith is a powerful force. Faith is powerful. And so when her faith, with her faith, she got healed. So it tells me there, it's my faith. It's my faith concerning everything. It's not even my husband's faith. It's my faith. It's not even your parents' faith. It's your faith. Young people, it's your faith. Not your parents' faith. When I got saved, I was probably 13 years old. And it was my faith to go to the altar and receive Jesus that got me healed and it got me saved. It was my faith. My parents could have said, you, should, you know, to go up there, you should go up there. No, they didn't do that, but they could have. But it was my faith that led me to the altar. So there's no age, no limit of age. You're not too young. You're not too old. It's your faith. Children have faith, don't they? They believe their parents. They believe whatever you say. They have faith in your words. So that's why Jesus lots of times said, have faith like a child, because they believe. They believe their father. They believe yeah. their mother. So we have to believe our father, our heavenly father. Whatever he says in his word, that's true. And that's it. And we don't let nothing shake us. 
Don't let nothing, don't let time, don't let people, because you can have faith for this amazing thing. And someone might come up to you and say, you're going to believe God for that? Or you really think God can do that? And you know what you say? Yes, I do. Because it's your faith, not their faith. It's your faith. Isn't that exciting that it's up to us? It's up to our faith? It's up to our faith that it's not even up to Jesus' faith. It's up to your faith. Because Jesus was just walking, going to heal a, a girl, and the girl's faith got Jesus' attention. So it's our faith. I think that's, that's exciting. Now, faith comes by the word of God. It doesn't come any other way because it comes in Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Whenever the word is being delivered, faith comes. Whenever the word is being delivered, even today, faith is coming to you right now. You might be thinking of some things that you need to, you need to have faith for. Maybe there's some things you maybe led, put to the side. You know, you one, one, at one time you did have faith for something, and maybe you just forgot about it. You know, but you might be thinking today, wait a minute, there's some things that I was believing God for. I forgot about them, but he hasn't forgot about them. That's why he's even bringing up some things to you right now in your mind, because faith is coming. Faith is coming. So right now, as you're sitting here, faith is coming. So it's our job and your job, it's my job and your job, to get the word, to get the word of God in our eyes as we look at it, in our ears as we're listening to it, and in our heart. It's our job. I want to show you a book here. This is my profession of faith that I say. These are scriptures that I have. I just brought it just so you know I have something. I just have scriptures and I have Things that I profess every day. I have things that I pray for concerning my family, and I have a scripture for it. There's a scripture for everything you need. What do you need? What is it that you need? Maybe it's health. Maybe it's money. There's a scripture for everything. I have so many scriptures for just one subject. You know, there's so many scriptures about your bones. Do you need God to help your bones and restore and strengthen your bones? I have, I have scriptures. There's scriptures for everything. It's amazing. It's all for us for the taking. So it's up to us to have faith. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Whatever you need. Where are my warriors at? Where are my warriors at? Fighting people, fighting for what God has given us, fighting for the good, the good fight of faith. Don't let the devil take anything from you. Don't let him steal nothing from you because that's his job is to steal, kill, and destroy. My, and my saying to you is don't let him. Don't let him steal anything from you. Now, how do we fight this battle? We fight this battle with what we profess, and we profess the word of God. That's our weapon. That's one of the armors of, of, uh, armor of God is our sword. 
Our sword is the word of God. So when you're in battle, you're fighting, the devil throws something at you, you, you get him with the word of God. That's your sword. You get him. You destroy him. You destroy him. We profess the word of God. Now, I encourage you to find scriptures for your health, for your heart, bones, protection. Psalms 91 is an amazing chapter that you can profess over your family every day. Before you, when you get up in the morning, that's the first thing we should do as warriors. We get ready for the battle. We get ready for our day. We take our day with the word of God. And how we say scriptures. Psalms 91 is an amazing scripture to say. Every day over your family, when you get up, you, you say how your day is going to be. Yeah. You declare how your life is going to be for you, your husband, your children, everything. I don't go out my day without declaring what kind of day I'm going to have. Because there is, we're in a battle. Whether you like it or not, you're in the battle. So you have to fight. You have to fight. A good warrior is ready and prepared for battle. A good warrior is ready and prepared for battle. If he wants to win. If he wants to win. But we cannot win sitting down. We can't, like my dad always says, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. That's so true. We can't live like that. We cannot live sitting down. If a boxer was in a boxing match and one of the fighters was in the ring, in position, ready to fight, ready to win, and his opponent was sitting down in the corner in the bench because he didn't feel like it. <laughs> he didn't feel like getting up. Okay, he's already lost. I was thinking that we, even if we don't feel like fighting, we have to fight. Even if we're like those Rocky movies, he's barely getting up. You know, they're beating him, you know, although how many Rockies are like five or six? But one of the Rockies, he's on the ground. You know, he's barely, he's crawling for Adrian. He needs help. And he's barely making it. But he gets up. Even if he did not feel like it. He looked defeated at times. Like he was not going to win. Even we thought, oh, get up, Rocky. You know, but he got up. Even if he did not feel like it, he got up. And that's when we need to fight even more. When we don't feel like it. We feel like, oh, we feel like we've been beaten a lot. Maybe a certain area of your life, you feel like you've been beaten. What do you do? You get the word. You, you just, you pump the word in you. You do. You hear a message even if you don't feel like it. You read a Bible even if you don't feel like it. You come to church even if you don't feel like it. Because when you get here, you get refreshed. The worship starts playing. You start letting everything down, and your guard is down, and you say, God, just fill me. The word comes, faith comes, and you get strong, and then the bell rings, and you're ready to, you're ready to fight again. That's how you do it. That's how I've been doing it for all these years. Do I get tired sometimes? Yes. But that's when I know, okay, I got it. Like I said, I got to get some word in me. I got to get the Bible in me. I got to hear a message. Just put it on the TV. Even if I don't feel like hearing something right now, just put it on. And then all of a sudden you start, wait, what did he say? What did the preacher say? And then you start getting excited. Like, oh, okay, okay, yes, 
Yes, I can do this. I, could, I, I, I can do this. You know, devil, get out of here. You, know, you start fighting back. You start telling the devil where to go. Because faith comes. Faith is a powerful force. And the only way it's going to come is through the word of God. No matter what age you are, young or old, that's why it's so important to feed our children, our grandchildren, feed them the word of God. Feed them faith. Feed them whatever you can. Put Bible stories on the TV. Just let it play. Let it play. They're playing with their toys. They're doing something. And they see, they see David and Goliath come up. And then the boys want to see the battle or whatever, you know. But they will catch something. They're young. But they can, their faith, faith in God can come young. It's up to us as parents to put faith in front of them. Put the word of God in front of them. Put, so they, put it so they can win. So they can be warriors. Where's my warriors at? Right here, a warrior. A warrior. We need to fight. Fight, fight, fight. Till the end. You fight till the end. You know, it's like at the beginning of the year, we kind of had a talk, uh, my family and just the ministry-wise, and the way things are looking in this world, you know, it's like a, a time we don't, we've never seen. Rick and I were having coffee at Dunkin' Donuts a couple of months ago, and there was a, an elderly man there. He was 91 years old. He drove up in a, in a nice, older Lincoln Town car, clean. Rick complimented him how it was like a classic. It was old and it was clean. And he walks in, strong, 91 years old, sits down, and then we just start talking to him. Rick starts complimenting him on his car. And he's like, yeah, this and that. And then he's, it was 91. He, he was strong. He goes, I walk every day, and I keep myself busy. And he goes, you know, life is not like we, like we knew it before. This world is not like before. And I can imagine what he's, he has seen a lot. And so it's like life as we knew it is no longer. You cannot sit down. You cannot sit in the sidelines. You've got to get in the battle. You've got to fight. You've got to fight for your family, fight for your life, fight for your health, fight for everything that's yours. There's a lot of fighting going on in this world. I'm not talking about politics. I'm not talking about women's rights. I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about the good fight of faith. Because there's many battles you can fight out there, many. You can make one up. You can create one. Yeah. That you can't even say nothing. And it's like, you know, they always say what the silent majority is what wins. If you make too much ruckus out there, you got to be watchful. I don't need to fight that fight. I need to fight the good fight Amen. of faith. Amen. I need to fight the good. I can get more done in prayer. I can get more done by faith than than making a statement, if I can say it that way. I can get more done with the word of God, with my sword, with my shield, having that helmet, gird it, my loins gird it, my armor of God on. I could be more, we could be more effective in this world. So, oh, like I was saying, beginning of the year, my family, we talked and we said, life is not like we know it. You knew it before. So what do we do? We put on that armor, we put the belt tighter, we get the word more, and we do more. We do more for the kingdom of God. We set a timeline. We said 10 years. 
because Jesus can come back between that time, the way times are going, and the records that are being done around the world, world, around the, world the things that are lining up, the things that are coming in order concerning the end times. We don't have that much time. So what is our job? Is to get busy, is to fight, is to fight that good fight, is to put our sleeves up. Ten years we gave ourselves to work for the kingdom of God, to do what we got to do for the kingdom of God, to fight this good fight, to take people with us to heaven, not let people go to hell, because we're going to go to either one. There's a place where we're, we're eternal. Our spirit is eternal. We're going to go one place or the other. It's better if we get to go to heaven than to hell. The other day I was at Starbucks. In my purse I have some Lift Church cards on purpose, so when I'm in Chino. <laughs> and so uh, there was a lady there. I heard her talking, just kind of you could tell. Maybe she needed help, but I invited her to church today. I go, you've come to church. Wherever you are, time is short. Put cards in your pocket and get, peop get, get people to the kingdom of God. We don't got that much time. I used to tell my kids in, when they were in elementary, junior high, and high school, you never know what your friends are going through. Don't be afraid to share your faith. At least say, I go to church. Do you go to church? Maybe they'll say, that lots, most of the time they'll say, well, you know, my grandma told me about Jesus one time. They'll open up. All you got to say is you go to church. I used to tell my kids that all the time. And I remember my girls, they would have friends. And they would always invite them to things that we were doing. And in those times they invited them, they got born again. They learned about Jesus. Time is short, people. Fight this good fight of faith. It's a good fight. Amen. It's not a bad fight. It's good. It's a good fight. Now, it's time to be the warriors God has called us to be. Amen. Just like that picture is showing. Where are the warriors? Amen. Have they gotten comfortable? Have people gotten comfortable? Yeah, you need to find that book. You need to look it up. And it's so true. The Bible even says you either you need to be hot or cold. You can't be lukewarm. Hot or cold. And that what that pastor was basically saying, are you in or out? We don't got time. And he also said, you know how things are so fast. You got your mobile apps. You got your mobile app, order your coffee. You got your mobile app to order your book. The other day I ordered a book at Barnes & Noble. I ordered it on my phone. Just walked in and picked it up. You know, you got all those fast things. But all that is to make life easier, but to get you to a place where you can be and you can spend time with God. You can come to church, grab your coffee on the way and make it to church. Not grab your coffee and just, oh, I'll go to church if I want to. That's another thing he was saying in that article. It's come to a place where if I feel like it, if it's good enough, if it's the if it's what I like if I if it's if it's who I want to hear, but you know when the word of God is being preached wherever I'm at, I take my notes, I get ready because what am I doing here? I'm building my faith. I'm building my faith. So whenever you come to church, whenever you come to church, be ready. Put that armor on. Be ready to hear the word so faith can come. Whenever you listen to a preacher on your phone, which you can hear any preacher you want, whenever you want, any time of the day, for free. Faith comes. I have my phone on lots of times. 
whatever I'm doing, it's on hearing the message, building my faith, building my faith. So we, nowadays, even though we live in a time where it's different, but we really have no excuse. Before, you, can, you, you had to go to a church to hear a message, which you need to be in church, though, because there's nothing like fellowshipping with your brothers and sisters. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like being in the house of God. It's, an, it's a place to honor the Lord and a place to come together and, and just to hear from the Lord. There's nothing like being in church. If we're not here, we're out on the road ministering or we're in church somewhere wherever we're at. There's nothing like being in the house of God because God can speak to you in no other way that a message on your phone or TV can do. There's times I'm in church and that speaker, the Lord gives me a word through the man of God if I was not there, I would not have heard that. So it's important to be in the house of God, but also when you're out, constantly feeding your faith, feeding your faith, because the times we live in. So where are my warriors at? Where are the warriors at? Amen. If we could all stand, I'm going to say a prayer for you, the warrior, the warrior for the kingdom of God. The warrior for the kingdom of God. I'm pretty sure everybody knows Jesus here as your Lord and Savior. But I want to pray for you to be the best warrior you can be. The best fighter. I know there's a lot of popular fighters. from There's all kinds of fighting, um, all kinds of leagues, all kinds of different, from your, I don't know, ultimate fighting to your, you got every kind of fighter. But there's one fighter, I think he's pretty much, he's maybe not the best in the world, but he's a popular fighter. And I'm sure you all know, um, is it Conor McGregor? I've seen like stories on him in documentaries. Now that is a fighter. Well, what I've seen, I don't know, I haven't seen him fight, but what I've seen, you can just see it in his countenance. He's a warrior. If he was to know Jesus, wow. He would make us all warriors. <laughs> he would, that would be his, his theme. He would be, what, what do they call him? He would be a notorious warrior, fighter. Well, we can't we can be that. We can be that. When people look at you, what do they see? A warrior for the kingdom of God? Or do they see someone that, oh, they're in or out. I don't know really what they are. Or can they see you like the way they see that woman fighter, Conor McGregor? You look at him, you even get afraid of him because just the way he carries himself. So I am going to pray for you to be a mighty warrior. Let's bow our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up all of us today. And I declare right now that we will fight the good fight of faith. The good fight. We receive our fighting orders. We take this scripture literally, and we will fight the good fight of faith. And I declare that every one of us will take your word, we'll put it in our eyes, we'll put it in our ears, we'll put it in our heart, and we will not let nothing, no one, get in our way or stop us from receiving the word of God and taking what's ours. We will not let no one, we will not let nothing, Stop us from fighting this good fight of faith. And devil, I tell you now, you lost. You, already, you are already defeated. 
We remind you of that. You're defeated. You stay away from us in the mighty name of Jesus. We come to you in the name of the Lord, and we lift up the blood of Jesus against you. Thank you for this power in the blood, Father. And I plead the blood of Jesus over every one of us, over our families, our homes, our vehicles, everything that concerns us. I plead the blood of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that we have a fighting spirit to fight for you. A fighting spirit to not let the enemy take anything from ours no more. I declare we are warriors for the kingdom of God. We will fight this good fight to the end. We will fight to the end. But we'll fight the good fight of faith. Now, Father, I thank you for this time. This is your time. Thank you for letting them come to church. And I think that we'll make decisions to be in, not out. We'll be hot, not cold. We will reach like never before. We will serve like never before. We will give like never before. We will not be in the statistic of being out. No, we will be in 100%, Father, into your kingdom. So when we see you, Lord, you will say, well done, good and faithful children. Well done. We just thank you for this day. Lord, I declare this day is blessed, a blessed day. And I thank you for faith is in the house. And everything that we are in faith for, I thank you for manifestation of your word concerning everything in our lives. We give you glory. We give you honor in the mighty name of Jesus. We all said, Amen. Amen. Amen.